In a world where full-length motion pictures exist, two women have the power to navigate their stories. Join Lish and Chrissy as they attempt to recall some of their favorite movie memories. and welcome back to Movie Memory Podcast. In this podcast, each week, Lish and myself, Chrissy, will be challenged to recall and retell a movie from front to back, all from memory. Now, that might seem pretty easy to you now, but try to think of a movie that you have seen, even one of your favorites. Now, how does it open up? Who speaks first? Where are they? It doesn't seem that easy now, does it? That's right. And after we attempt to recall the movie front to back, We'll rewatch the movie so that we can discuss what we missed, our favorite scenes, and see just how well our memory held up to the real thing. Along the way, we'll have special guests, challengers, unique episodes, and so much more. So what are you waiting for? Go press play on any episode and see if you can live up to the challenge. So I guess I'm challenging you this week, Lish. Are you excited or ready? Excited, nervous. All the above. I'm going to tell you right now, don't be nervous. I think you have this one in the bag, and so I'm super excited. Um, I do have a few movie quotes from this movie, and it was kind of hard to pick them. So I'm trying to, I'm hoping that these quotes quotes kind of challenge you a little bit. But I feel you're going to get it on the first one, to be honest. (laughs) Only one way to tell. Right? Okay. So here's the quote, and I'm going to try to do it like monotone, so I don't give it away either. Okay. Oh, I missed you, all right. But at this range, my aim is bound to approve. Oh, man. I got a couple more if you need it. Okay, because that one stumped me. Okay. Um, we weren't aiming for you, but I doubt I would have gone to your funeral. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'll be honest. I feel like this is the hardest part is because, like, the nerves are there and, like, really trying to think through the list. Yeah. And I I pride myself in movie quotes all the time. People will probably get really annoyed with me with it. Um, But, yeah, these are really (laughs) these are really stumping (laughs) me right now. It's crazy because some of these I'm sure we've, you know, it's easy to say a quote, you know, randomly but like to recall them in which maybe is a little bit harder sometimes especially when they're out of context okay here's a good one i think you'll get it on this one you're shitting me right i've never understood that expression but no i'm not shitting you that's the uh that's the winner at sweet home alabama yes okay so it was really (laughs) hard picking these because i know like you do a lot of horror films and stuff so i was like what kind of quotes might be in those movies? So I am yeah. very proud I was able to stump you a little bit. Yeah, you did. And this it's movie. Good. Yeah, thank you. I was like, this movie has a lot of good quotes. So I'm excited. Yeah. This Do you is remember? A very good. Go ahead. <laughs> this is a very good movie. Like, it's one of my absolute favorites. It's just one of those heartfelt movies that like, all right, I just need something that's like wholesome, makes you feel good. This is it. Right. That movie. Yeah. Do you actually remember 
the first time you watched this movie or maybe the last time it was that you watched this movie? The first time? Absolutely not. Um, memory. I can't even remember what I had for breakfast. But last time I probably watched it was, I'd say sometime late last year is fair to say. To pinpoint, I'm not 100% sure, but I know it hasn't been too far uh, like away since I've seen it. How many times do you think you have seen the movie, though? Girl. <laughs> too many to count, that's right? for sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we're about to see how much you can remember um, from watching it too many times to count and maybe being over a year ago. So do you remember how it starts? Yeah, so it starts off, uh, kids at the beach, it's storming, um, and they're kind of trying to run away from the lightning, and it strikes down. Their little girl's like, no, Jake, you know what happens when lightning strikes the sand? And then it shows, um, and then they kind of get like this little tiffle of like, I guess they want to, he wants to marry her, I want to yep. believe so, and then... um. She says, will you want to marry me anyhow? And he said, so I'm kissing time I won't. And then they have their first kiss. Um, but then from there, so after the first kiss um, is her, oh, it was a dream. She wakes up mm -hmm. and she's in this, she's, a designer and so she's gone through it like she's she fell asleep at a photo shoot and she's gone through and twerking like the little um things for the outfits and things like that and then they do the photo sh or not it's not a photo shoot it's a fashion show yep pardon me um she goes through does that and then afterwards um her boyfriend who is also patrick dempsey aka mcdreamy um, is there and is there to support her and all this. Um, she's getting all this press and then she, oh wait, I'm sorry. He wasn't there because she goes back to her apartment full of roses of how many times he thought of her that night and how yeah. sorry he was that she didn't get to be there. So I correct myself. He was not there at Do her. Do you remember his name? That's always hard for me. So Jake was the original husband. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. No. It's like he was always McDreamy in this for me, too. Yeah. Like, it's hard to separate it. Like, let's be real. His uh, Forever and always. Right. His name is actually Andrew Hennings. <sighs> Andrew. That's right. Because now I can hear his mom saying his name. Not mm -hmm. so much... Her, but his mom, I can hear it. Yeah, so she, that happens, and then, oh god, the You're next thing doing that I, great because I didn't think you were gonna get the roses in the voicemail. Um, but after that, they have a dinner or something with his mom, right? Yeah, so before that, though, she, it, she leaves, like, her apartment or hotel, and it goes straight into, like, the fashion show and stuff, and then he reminds her there, goes, oh, don't forget, we have that thing with my mom. Um, I think it's some fundraiser or something. 
That's right. And she's like, oh, that thing with your mom. That's right. So then the car driver picks her up and is taking her there. But then it's like this back alleyway that he's dropping her off at. And she said, are you sure we're at the right place? And then he comes out, Andrew comes out and gets her. And takes her down and like they're walking through this like empty warehouse back of the building. And then she's like, Andrew, where are we going? Are we post- Are we going to be late to meeting your mom? And this guy is like, come this way. And then they walk in and these lights come up and it's just jewelry galore. Rings out the wazoo. And so he says, oh, I'm sorry. Let me backtrack. They're talking about Christmas mm-hmm. and where they need to spend Christmas because they were thinking about going overseas yeah and she he said i was thinking maybe like 200 or 300 and she said andrew that's a lot for christmas and you're actually then, getting those numbers on point too and it's <gasps> ireland he says that he goes so i'm thinking like two to three hundred people for ireland <laughs> look at me i'm a yeah. numbers gal <laughs> <laughs> yeah so then he goes in and they go through the doors and then i think someone like maybe snaps their fingers and lights come on and there's all these uh jewelry attendants all around and it's it's basically like a tiffany store closed down and they're there to pick out whatever ring she possibly could ever want and so he proposes to her in the store and she picks out a ring Mm-hmm. And then the next shot is them in the limo. And of course, she's like head over heels smitten. Can't believe she's engaged. So she's like kissing all over him. And he says something about telling his mom. And she said that she didn't want to tell her just yet. And instead of removing the ring, which I always thought was very odd that she did not just remove the ring. If you didn't want someone to know, you would just remove it, right? Right. Or like switch hands and different finger, like something. Yeah, I totally agree. I was like, why? Like, that is so dumb. (laughs) It made no sense to me. And I was like, turning it around, someone's going to see that and think either they got married because then it just looks like a wedding band. Mm -hmm. Someone's going to think something. So then, so they just turn around. He's like, then it'll be our little secret for a while or for tonight. They get out and his mom's. Um, greeting them and she kisses them and grabs Melanie's hands got her name Um, and she says her eyes get really big after she grabs her hands and gives her a kiss and she says is staring at Melanie and Melanie's looking at her like trying to pull her hands away and she says Andrew it appears that Melanie is wearing a ring on a very important finger And then it's like paparazzi catching all these photos of like, oh, no, she knows we're found out we're engaged. So then it's this whole like publicity thing. And then so then like it's like showing like all the newspaper clippings of all this news breaking through. So then. It jumps to her in the car. Mm -hmm. 
and she's on the phone with her model friend or one of her models, and she's going back home to basically give Jake the divorce papers. So she gets there and he comes out because the dog's barking and him and her are kind of going back and forth. And she said, I don't know, you can start by coming down here and giving me a divorce. <laughs> and he drops whatever mechanical part of the car that he's working on. And she says something of the look on his face or she makes some kind of side remark to him. I think that's when this quote happens. Like she goes, you shit in me, right? And then goes, no, I've never understood that. I think that's where this quote happens, is it not? Or they it might go is. back. Yeah. No, it, it does happen there. But after that, he's like, you're telling me after 10 years that you ran off to New York doing God knows what, you come back here and uh, demand a divorce. Are you shitting me? And yeah. she said, you know what? I've never understood that phrase, but no, I'm not shitting you. That might be my think, favorite quote. <laughs> yeah. I say it quite often because <laughs> I don't understand it, but <laughs> uh, it's fun to say. Uh, so that happens. And then they kind of go round and round. Oh, and then he says, I'm not signing them papers until you tell your parents that you're in town. Yep. So then they go. I was going to actually say, so the other, yeah. the first quote I gave you about, oh, I've missed you. All right. But at this range, my aim is bound to have improved. So she, right before that, it's actually her quote of like, don't even pretend like you've missed me. And I totally love that one too. I do remember that now. He's yeah. like, oh, I missed. Yeah, that's right. Oh, I missed you. Like shooting wise. And I'm like, I could get you now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that yeah, that happens at then and then they go through like their spat and everything. And then is that the time that oh they're going back and forth and he locks her out and like is pulling down like the blinds. Yeah. And then he goes in because he thinks, Oh, I've gotten rid of her, she's locked out of the house, it's fine. So he cracks open a beer and then he notices the back door being open. And then he looks and she's sitting there at the bar stool holding the key. And he said, she said, you know, it'd be helpful if you didn't, uh, if the person you're trying to lock out didn't know where the hidden key was. And he said, and this is one of my favorite ones too is, well, it would be nice if your wife told you where it was. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love when you like, with the accent. <laughs> where it you was. Can only, you can only do it with the accent. Uh, <laughs> That always, like, just makes me giggle. And, and so, even, like, his facial expressions, like, you go to rewatch this, like, really watch it. It's great of, like, the oh shit as he's drinking the beer, which he realizes that she's in the house or, like, this whole scene. There's a lot of it. Yeah. He's, like, mid-drink. And then he, like, mm -hmm. turns and, like, yeah. I mean, it's it, it's amazing. Uh, and then they kind of, like, go through their, like, you know, back and forth of, oh, and then he calls um, the sheriff on her because she's breaking in um, and come to find out the sheriff is an old time friend of theirs. Mm -hmm. And so they're going back and forth. He's like, well, hell, I can't arrest her. You know, she knows where the key is. That's not breaking an entry. That's, that's entering her own home. 
And so they're going back and forth of these crimes that they've committed, like her stealing panties. And she's like, oh, oh, you know, I took them back. <laughs> and then she said something about him. And then he said, you know what? Isn't there still a, a warrant out for the arrest of whoever tipped over your mama's lawnmower or something like oh, yeah, that? Into the lake. Yep. Yeah. And she like gasps and he like stops mid doorway. And, and so she goes to jail on that warrant because she and she was like, oh, that's what reminds me to going back, like them going back and forth on the things that they done. He was talking about tip, cow tipping. And yep. she said, oh, like I can tip a cow by myself. <laughs> <laughs> and so then she gets locked up. And then she calls her parents and she gets her mom on the phone and they're going, you know, they're talking and stuff. And she's like, well, mama, I'm in town. And she said, oh, Lord, child, come on down. And she said, no, like, I need daddy to come get me. I'm, you know, and she's like, well, where are you? And then it kind of cuts to the scene of her riding home. Her dad comes and gets her out of jail. And so they're going back um, and she gets to the the house, her childhood home of her parents, and he puts her in the recliner, uh, showing her all around and like flips her back and stuff. And then uh, they kind of get in a little tipple about the tickets that she bought for them for them to come visit in New York. Mm-hmm. And she said, I'd rather you all just hang on to it and come visit me sometime. And they said something and she said, well, you know what? I've met a new man and he's really good to me and I, he loves me and I love him. And she puts the ring back on her finger. Yep. Okay. I was like, am I getting this right? Yes. <laughs> am I too ahead of myself? And so well, hey, then she goes, so yeah. What happens then? What do the parents say? Oh, Lordy day. Oh, they asked if she has seen Jake yet, right? Oh, that's right. So they ask about. Jake or seeing him or about that situation. Yeah. Like, so and, if I see it's Jake, jail, and then home. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> and but it's so a she, weird thing. Which I never realized he said this, but when she shows her parents the ring, I think she says like, oh my God, the mom does. And then the dad goes, says her name or something. It was like, get the bologna cake out of the ice box. And I never realized that it said, <laughs> bologna cake like what is that i've never heard of it Girl. and i never caught it until recently i'm like what is that i'm from up the holler and i don't even know what that is so that is <laughs> real country stuff so i'm not really sure what that is yes if you know what bologna cake is leave a comment and let us know because we have no clue and we want to possibly make it or just know what it is Find a place uh, or tell us where we can get the best bologna cake. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so, and then, she, okay. So she goes back to sleep or they should go, they all go to bed and then she wakes up. Uh, that's not that so night. So there yeah. is a little bit of like back and forth that happens kind of in between all these scenes after she leaves like Jake's house and stuff. Um, or even I think a little bit before that, where it does kind of go back and forth with Andrew talking with his mom and stuff about the wedding. And she's like, are there any skeletons in the closet? Like we need to know about it and stuff. And like, we don't need to have what happened with your dad. He's like, that's your problem. 
And the mom also tries to talk about like wedding details and things like that. So it kind of goes, it kind of mixes all in between there too. Yeah. But then that's I was, when I think she sends that guy to like investigate or like it alludes to that. Yeah. For some reason, I was thinking those flashbacks were the next day. But yeah, I guess between that is kind of like explaining what's next to happen, which is the private investigator coming or not. Mm -hmm. I don't even think he's a private investigator. I think he's just like a, a journalist. Well, if he poses as a journalist, I think he's just like her secretary oh. or whatnot. <laughs> That's right. That's yeah. right. So she goes, oh, that was the thing. So she goes to the bank and mm -hmm. sees another childhood friend. Okay, first of all, she goes to the bank, walks in, security guy's there. And she said, oh, maybe his name's Hank. I don't really remember. And she said, yeah, do you remember me? So, actually. Maybe it is Hank. Yeah. And she said, do you remember me? And he said, oh, yes, Melanie Carmichael. I remember you. I don't mean no harm or I don't mean no trouble. And he like scurries out of the bank. And then she goes to. I'm not even sure what she was there for. Because she was surprised to find out that they still had a. Shared bank account since they're still married. Yeah, so she was just, I think, going there to withdraw from their account. And she's like, I noticed you don't have an ATM. She goes, yeah, he took that out because it, like, takes away from interaction <laughs> or something like that. Personal, yeah. Yeah, and then she's like, well, I need to make a withdrawal. And then the lady's like, from your joint bank account. <laughs> yeah. That's and so she's horrible. Like, Sorry, guys. <laughs> no, she's like, joint bank account. She's like, yes your joint bank account because you and Jake are still married. Mm -hmm. And she's like, yes, <laughs> yes, we are. And so then it like cuts to him getting home and just realizing his entire home has been redecorated. And mm -hmm. she's cooking dinner and she says, hi, honey, how was your day? And he goes in and gets a beer. Um, and he's like, th there's a conversation back and forth. And then she, he said something about her spending all her money. And she said, oh, no, darling, it ain't my money. It's our money. Yeah. And he's like, again, mid drink of a beer. And it's just like light bulb realization in his mind. And she's like, I'm assuming that joint bank account is flashing through your mind right now. And so then he crushes his beer can. And he said, how much did you take? And she said, all of it. And he like gets mad, throws his beer can. And she said, I'll return all of it as soon as you sign them divorce papers. Um, but then I don't remember what his response to that was. I think he starts like signing them. And then I think she starts questioning <gasps> him. He said, you know what? I got a hot date to get ready for. Yep. That's yeah. So he gets ready for that. Um, and so he goes to that. She ends up at the bar. Oh, she's on the phone with Andrew. Mm -hmm. And they're talking. And because he calls about new upcoming fashion designer, like there's a new article on her. So he yep. was like calling like to congratulate her or something like that on it. 
And so they're talking. Um, and then she goes in the bar. And this is probably one of my most favorite scenes. I still quote this to this day. And some people are like, what are you talking about? Um, she comes in and sees another childhood friend. And she was like, oh, my God. Um, I got this. Uh, you know, they're like going back and forth. And she said, oh, my God, you have a baby in a bar. And she says, yeah, hell, I got three more at home. This one's just still on the tit. Yes, that is one of my favorites. I can chart him around anywhere. And I love it. And it's yes. such like, um, I like, I don't have any kids, but like, I'm going to be that mom. Oh, a and thousand percent. Yes. Like, that's like, that right there is mom goals. Like, hell yeah, I got three more at home. This one's just still on the tit. Like, yes. It makes me sad that people don't get that quote but, yes. or that reference. I love it. Yeah. I'm the same way. It's one of my favorites too. Yeah. And so then like Stella walks in and Stella is actually Jake's mom. Mm -hmm. And she said, there's my girl still loves Melanie as though she's still like, she says, there's my favorite daughter-in-law comes over and gives her a hug. And then she gets a drink and then she spots that Jake and his date are over by the pool table. Mm -hmm. Right. And so she goes over there um, and starts toying with him, like putting her drink in front of his pool stick and is like, just sign the papers, Jake, and I'll and I'll be out of here. I'll leave you alone. And her two two of their old friends are still there. Um, but the grooms of the apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they said, hey, Marvin, are you hungry? <laughs> And he said, I, I can't, I, I mean, I guess he said like I am or something. And he's like, you know what I'm in the mood for? And she's like, no, no, no. And they do like this Melody or Melanie sandwich. Yes. And she like gets pissed off. And she's like, no, no more Melanie sandwiches. No more corn dogs. No more nothing. Or whatever she says. I don't even know if corn dogs is right. But she is like on a tantrum of no more anything. And... So wait, what is a Melanie wait. sandwich for those that haven't seen the movie, maybe? <laughs> what is a Melanie? It's when... <sighs> it's when they okay. come up running with big arms and squish her. Yeah, and they squish her, yeah. She I was gets thinking, totally pummeled. I was thinking, man, did they mention, like, toppings? <laughs> thinking, like, you know what? If they, they ever say, do a remix, they should. <laughs> they should. Uh, but before that... She comes over and is talking to Jake and his date. Mm -hmm. And she says, hi, I'm Jake's 20-ass 20, 20 wife or 20-bitchy wife that he refuses to divorce, even though I'm engaged to another man. Hot damn. And, <laughs> hot, hot damn, Jake. Look at the size of that thing. <laughs> so that's before Melanie, Melanie's sandwich. Yes. But then Melanie's sandwich happens, and she gets pissed. and. Um, I can't remember what exactly happens after that, but I know that she calls out Bobby Joe. Yeah, for so if being they gay. Talk about playing pool. She goes, Jake should know. I'm not a like sit and <gasps> watch right. kind of girl. And it shows like, that's the, right. Like the side of the pool table just lined up with a bunch of shots. So they're all smashed. Yeah. And she says, How could I forget that night? That's the night Jake got me pregnant. 
And he said, why don't you just go public with that shit? And she said, ain't nobody in this town keep a secret except for Bobby Ray. Bobby Ray, not Bobby Joe. Bobby Ray. And he said, what did I ever do to you? And he, she said, you never did nothing to me, darling. Or any other girl in this town. <laughs> and so basically, she's outing Bobby Ray mm-hmm. of being gay in front of everyone. Do you remember what he and says she, to her? She says, she says, oh, why don't you just go to a gay bar? Mm-hmm. And one of the friends says, now, what would Bobby Ray go to a gay bar for? And then it re- then they're realizing, like, why he would go. But doesn't he just storm off? Yeah. So the reason why she says, like, why don't you just go to a gay bar? Because, like, he's very, like, witty and good with comebacks and stuff. And so he like, made a comment goes, well, like, I would be upset if nork times or whatever called me less than mediocre she's like then she does the gay bar thing that's right his facial expressions are really good throughout this movie too of like it just dropping about going to the gay bar and stuff and i think right after that is when jake is like all right you've had enough yeah and so she said so he's taking her home and she's like stella how about another round for me and my friends and she said honey i think you've had enough and she says, you know what? I think you're right. And then she starts degrading everybody about how small town they are and they're never amount to anything. Yep. And so Jake is like ushering her out and he's basically covering or not covering, carrying her to the truck and he puts her in and slams the door and she like vomits in his driver's seat and his date comes out. And she said, well, I guess the date is over. <laughs> You do and so good at it. He said he asked her to follow them home in Melanie's car. And so then it flashes to the next scene of Melanie waking up the next morning, hungover, still in her night clothes, um, rolling over on her divorce papers that Jake had signed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then she goes, is that that's not when, no, that's not when she discovers the last shop. The what? No, she, no. His glass shop. Oh, no, that's not until when, later. No. So she goes to apologize to Bobby Ray. There's a big quote that does happen in there. About her daddy Before going that? off to war. And then she says, the big oh. quote, that kind of fits the South. Wait, is that a passport to come down here? Because her dad's like all dressed up in civil, like the Civil War stuff, ready to go. That's right. But is that before Bobby Ray or is I think is that after? No, it's before. Oh, I was thinking that was after. Okay. So yeah, she goes to the battlefield. No, no, no. So she doesn't go to the battlefield. It's just her dad leaving to go. And then that's just a big quote that's in the movie. And then she goes. Somewhere. Then, You're on the right track about apologizing. She goes to the house, doesn't she? Which one? Bobby Ray's. Or hit like the white the White House that she claims that she grew up in. So when you were talking about shot glass, are you talking about like him? her going to see Jake or like her like picking up the glass no the glass shop 
when she oh. when she goes in to discover that he made a living off of what oh. sand, what lightning does to sand. I thought you said glass shot, like a shot glass. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Glass shop. Glass shop. Yeah. Well, anyhow, so like the Bobby Ray thing does kind of come up, so. Okay. Oh, so Is one that- thing that happens, he actually, she actually goes and sees Jake first, though. After her dad leaves to reenact the war. Oh. She goes and sees Jake to, like, let her know that she put all the money back into the bank account. Oh, that's right. And he was like loading up the, the, uh, it's not a helicopter. It's not a plane, but it's like that one of those thing. water planes. I would say yeah. it's a plane. Yeah. He was building that up. And then she's like, what do you do with that? And he's like, it's, you know, basically none of your business anymore. Um, or no. He asked her if she wanted to go for a ride, and she said, no, I probably shouldn't. Mm-hmm. And so then she goes and meets up with Bobby Ray. And that's when the quote-unquote reporter shows up, and she, like, tried to push him off at first. But then he's like, that's fine, I'll come back. She's like, no, 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 I'll show you, I'll show you around for a, few, for a few minutes. And so she's, like, shuffling him around through the house. And then his grandfather likes to reenact the war in the backyard. And so he's got this full getup of the of the war suit. And she runs and like she like hides in this closet and she's like, um, sometimes it this place is haunted with ghosts from uh whatever war it was. And then you the hear him. Railroad. Yeah. And then you hear him walking through of like Whatever he says, I can't even remember what this he says. This is why we lost the war. There's too many yeah. buttons on his hands. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. And so they do all that. They run into Bobby Ray. And she she introduces him. And then she gets hit, the reporter out. Her and Bobby Ray kind of like make men's of what had happened the night before. And then... See, that's when I thought that the flashback of, but no, that doesn't make sense. Anyways. I was going to say, there is one thing. So before the reporter gets there, she actually does see Bobby Ray first. And it's as she's apologizing to Bobby Ray and stuff and leaving is when she runs into the reporter. But the second quote is the one where Bobby Ray is shooting off those, I don't know what they're called, but the little oh, metal, like the the metal things. Yeah, it's not cannon. It's not a cannonball, but it's like big hunk of metal that you would normally like tie something around. I don't, I don't know what yeah. it's called. I'm sorry. But then he goes, we either. weren't aiming for you, but I doubt I would have gone to your funeral. Like that quote That's happens. Right. Yeah. So yeah. they kind of already made up. She's leaving. Then the reporter comes and she's like, oh shit. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. For again, I was thinking it was like afterwards for whatever reason, but yeah, that's right. And so then she shows the reporter around the house and so what happens after that she okay so they do that mm-hmm. oh isn't that when andrew surprises her in town no okay yeah. i'm a little stumped here you want me to give you a hint sure so something happens with the town and then this is when the song plays 
of the name of the t- movie. There's like a big festival going <gasps> downtown, like a cookout. Oh, that's right. So they go yeah. downtown. Yeah. And um, they're all out there and she uh, sees Jake and I think they like maybe like. I don't know. So come to find out, Jake actually went to New York shortly after Melanie had moved there mm-hmm. to win her back. And when you he had to realized, conquer the world in order to conquer your heart. That's right. <laughs> and so therefore he said, you know what? I'm just going to go back home, let her live her dreams and hopefully have her come back to me. But Melanie never knew about it until that moment. So then you kind of see something switching in her when she's looking at him, like, you know. And so then they're talking about this Sweet Home Alabama song comes on. Mm -hmm. And so then they're all going to go dance. And um, does she dance with Jake or not? She does not. And people are talking about, look at those kids. They're still in love. Uh, look at how she, funny things don't work out or like, oh, wait, is yeah. that even in this? Or like, look at them try to fight it. Yeah, look at them try to fight it. Because at the end of the movie, spoiler alert, that's, I think someone does make that comment of, isn't it funny how things work out? Or, oh, I, think I know that when that happens. quote comes up twice. It, it happens, I know, guaranteed when his mom hands yeah. her the pin. I yeah. do know that. And so they don't dance. They kind of like pussyfoot oh, around, like talking. Sorry. I did take some notes in the movies. The quote I was talking about actually happens later. It's after the dance, but it's in the pet cemetery. So that quote actually comes up a couple of times. And there's a lot of that of mm-hmm. like hinting and foreshadowing the things that have happened or foreshadowing that they know more about her life than she Thinks that people know about her life. Yeah. Because it was like the dance happens. They do talk about the parents of them. Like, look at them try to fight it or whatnot. Yeah. And I think Jake, she, Jake asks her to dance. And then she's all like, let's talk. And he's like, yeah. Nah. Yeah. So then it shoots to the cemetery. And mm-hmm. she's there with. So to kind of backtrack. When she first drive at Jake's, she said one name for the dog and Jake said another. And she said, what happened to Boomer? I think that's the dog's name. Bear. Bear is the dog's name? I think it's Bear. Shoot. No, I don't know. I know Brian (laughs) is the new dog's name. Brian could have said, she goes, shut up, Bear. And he yells, shut up, Brian. Maybe I'm thinking of Brian instead of Boomer. I think you're right. I do like the name Boomer, though. I know, isn't that cute? Uh, dibs on a dog name if we ever get one. Um, but yeah, so to backtrack on that, she realizes their dog many years had passed away, but he had since gotten a dog that looked like that dog. So mm-hmm. it shoots to a scene of her at the dog cemetery talking to that dog, apologizing for not being there, for being absent, for, you know, just not being a good dog mom. And then Jake shows up and she's there and she's been crying. And so they kind of talk and that's um, 
when that other quote comes up and it's, and she says, isn't it funny how things work out? And he I think says, he says, like, isn't it funny how things don't work out? She goes, it's funny how they do. Yeah. Like she that's says it. that to him. I think. Yeah. Shoot. Now I got to rewatch it. I want to say that quote, if it's not exactly that quote, whether he or she said it, it's very similar. Yeah. To that. So then. After the dog cemetery, though. Yeah. Isn't that when Andrew comes in town? Yeah, but before that happened, actually, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm ahead of myself here. I was like, I know at the cemetery they actually kiss again. Oh, this mm. is, I think this is how that quote happens. I think he makes a, a quote about like, you know, something about finding your love oh. at the age of 10 or what's the fun you, of no, that? Oh, no that one finds their soulmate when they're 10 years old. Or something like that just don't work out. And she goes, it's funny. Oh, I don't know. I know I'm butchering that too, but I know that quote's there. No. Yeah. That um, conversation definitely happens. Hold on. So after the cemetery. Yeah, I think you're right. She gets ready to leave. And before she leaves, she has to say bye to her dad. Yeah. Oh, that's right. So then she that's when she goes to the battlefield because mm -hmm. she goes, I think she goes home and her mom said that he's already down there. So she goes down there and there's just bodies laying around <laughs> and she's yelling for him. And they're like, who are you looking for, darling? And she tells him Earl Smooter. And they direct her where he's at um, and that he's about to get, you know, sacrificed, like killed in the line of war. And so she goes down there and is meeting up with him. But and then it flashes to over at Bobby Ray's house. And Andrew's there and he goes up to surprise her to knock on the door and Jake and Bobby Ray are leaving and he knows her as Melanie Carmichael. And so he is asking where Car Melanie Carmichael is and they kind of go do this back and forth thing of, all right, so Bobby Ray's her, or they kind of go this back and forth thing of like where she might be. And I think Jake said that she's at the war place a reenactment field and jake offers to take andrew there and he thinks him and he asks him who he is and he says that he's melanie's cousin yeah because like when so, andrew comes to the house or when i think that jake initially thinks he's there to see bobby ray like it's one of his friends from his gay bar or whatnot so that whole interaction is very funny of even like when Bobby Ray comes out, he's like, hey, like, hi there and stuff. And so they come up with the story like they're both cousins and stuff. And I think on yeah. the way to the battle, Jake's like, oh, like, I'll take you there. Of, yeah. To the battlefield. Yeah. And so they're in the truck and they're kind of just talking back and forth. And he said uh, he talked about I can't remember how the conversation came up. But Jake 
basically said that Melanie was a, a treasure in their town because he was talking about how she sent she sent the cat into the bank with the dynamite on it, and they still see that cat stroaming around. Yeah, so I think because like when Andrew came up, they're like, "Oh, like who are you looking for?" Like Melanie Schmuder, Melanie oh, Carmichael. Yeah. So they're like, who's Melanie Schmuder? She's a legend. Like this cat had cancer. She wanted to put down humanely and. Yeah, they put dynamite on the cat and they saw it. It was far away from the town, but then they were in the diner and see it like walking down the street. Yeah. And so they went to go catch it. She goes, but once that spark hit that tail, it shot off. He goes, Andrew goes, run into the bank. He's like, yeah. And sometimes <laughs> we still see that cat. Yeah. And then Jake's like, she's kind of a, a town treasure or something like that. Uh, and then he made the comment of the, the Melanies that they each know are very two different people. Yes. Um, and so then they wind up at the um, battlefield and Jake gets her to Melanie or gets, I'm sorry, Jake gets him to Melanie and she's staying there with her dad and she's kind of taken back to see both of them standing there together. And Andrew's like, surprise, honey. Um, and you can just tell she's just, and I wouldn't know if embarrassed would be the word, but she's just such, she's so taken back. And it's kind of. both of them are there. Like, yeah. Your fiance like you could tell, and like, your soon-to-be ex-husband. Yeah. Like, you could tell, like, she felt very uh, heartbroken or upset the fact that Jake had to be the one. To yeah. beat him, to deliver him, things yeah. like that. And so they kind of get in a tiff of like, that's when Jake, or I'm sorry, reverse. Andrew finds out what her real name is. Yeah, because like, uh, I think Jake says like, you and I are in love with two different people. And then her dad comes up. Yeah. And introduces himself as Schmooter. And he's yeah. like, what? Yeah. And, and he's, so she and tells them. Yeah, so he kind of, yeah, that gets together. And then he said, you know, he's, like, upset about it, this and that. Like, wants to call off the wedding, like, just doesn't know what's going on. So then they end up reconciling, continue to want to get married. Um, I was like, that was have- so cute. Because, like, she goes back home and is, like, making jam. And all of a sudden the dad comes and goes, look what I found. Walking down. Ah, something. And he yeah. comes through. Yeah, and I don't remember exact words, but they do decide to continue with the wedding. Yeah, and they want to do it there in the small town, um, so no one knows, no publicity, since his mom is like mayor, um, mm-hmm. and things like that. And so they're like working to get this wedding going and things like that. So everyone's flying into town. They're getting this wedding situated. Her model friends come in town, and that's when she realizes or discovers Jake's glass shop yep because they went to i think they were going to breakfast or something and they go in that shop and they're looking at it and she's like that one of them makes a comment about it she's like no that's what happens to sand when lightning hits it and then bryant comes down and then here comes jake and the one of them's like oh i got dibs on him and then the girl's like i think uh Dibs have yes. already been called. Yes. I was hoping you're going to remember that. It was like, I saw him first. And she goes, yeah. um, I think he's already taken. 
Yeah. Because I feel like and that's so, a, it's not really a quote, but I, I, I mean, use it's a it big a importance of like other people are noticing that now, especially like her New York friends. Yeah. They see it. Um, and so she kind of, you know, they kind of talk and stuff like that. And then, um, so after the glass shop, um, I want to say it goes to the wedding planning. Yes. Um, and so they want to have it at, do they want to have it at the Carmichael house? Yes. Or they don't because they think. The press will be there, so they want to have it elsewhere. Nope. So the press thinks that they're probably going to have a New York wedding in June because the mom already reserved the plaza. So it does okay. like a like, montage scene of like wedding planning stuff and things like that. And then it also kind of um, shadows or a scene happens with the lawyer in the diner. So, like, the whole town actually is getting involved with the oh. wedding planning and stuff. Yeah, and so everyone knows to avoid yeah. him. And if anyone comes asking for her... To, like, avoid they don't all know. reporters. Yeah. yeah, they don't know her. And so, yeah, the lawyer is coming in to diners asking, and they're like, we don't know no Melanie Carmichael or, Kelly, or Melanie Smooter. And so then it fast-forwards to the actual wedding. And, nope. Am I yeah. missing something? Yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to give it on. <laughs> so it goes to the wedding and she's walking down the aisle and it shows the lawyer pulling up and they're like, no, like trying to push him away and everything. I think that's before she walks down the aisle. So then she yeah. walks down the aisle and all you hear is Melanie Carmichael, Melanie Carmichael. And she turns around and they like tackle her. Or tackle him, sorry. And she says, no, let him go. Um, because she knew him. And she said, um, I think I turned in the paperwork. He signed the papers. He said, yeah, but you didn't. And so then she's scrambling for a pen. And, ever, and she's like, I just need a pen. Someone got a pen. And so people are scrambling for that. And the person that gives her the pen is Jake's mom, which I always found like, I know that's her favorite daughter-in-law, but I always found it a little odd that she was at that wedding. Well, I was um, like, there's a lot of people at the wedding and stuff. Like even of like, it seemed like the whole groomsmen party of her first wedding. Like there's a lot of people from the first wedding that are there. And I kind of yeah. agree with you too, a little bit that it is weird. Yeah. Just because of that being to the ex groom's yeah. mom, you know. To be honest, but, I think Jake might have been invited too because before the wedding, she swings by Jake and it was like, Are you going to the wedding? He goes, I heard there was a wedding in town and talking about the storm coming in. Is she going to be a big one? So I, I agree. It's kind of weird. Part of me thinks yeah. Jake was invited too, but he just didn't go. Yeah. So he, um, his mom hands. Melanie the pen and she says, Darling, these things don't just happen for no reason. Or yeah. something like that. Yeah. And so she's looking at her, looking at the pen, looking at Andrew, looking at the paperwork, looking at Andrew, and she doesn't sign the paperwork because she realizes she's still in love with Jake. Mm -hmm. And she, so 
she apologizes to Andrew um, about... What she say? Big quote. Kind of. She says, I can't give you my heart because I gave my heart away a long time ago. And I and never, I never got it back. Yes! And I never really got it back. Yes! And I never really got it back. So, <laughs> and, and Andrew just seems like, okay, I get it. Like, go get your man. Like, he was kind totally of. just like... Okay. And so, oh, then, so she's leaving and his mom steps in front, Andrew's mom, the mayor, um, who also played a miscongeniality as the worst. Um, That's Mayor (laughs) Yeah. She steps in and she says something. What was the big one? About going up there and marrying her son. Yeah, but that's not what causes the next scene to happen. Well, I know that she says that. And yeah. she says, and then she her mom, Melanie's mom, jumps in. Yeah. And, she's, okay. and she says, you know, she spoke no. her piece. Yeah. She spoke her piece. Now you let her go. She said, oh, go back to your double wide and nothing trailer or something. And go fry something. Yeah. <laughs> Not and in an so accent, the, but yeah. So then Melanie's mom reams back and punches, punches, oh my gosh, punches um, Andrew's mom. And so then it starts pouring the rain and Melanie says, Hey, there's still a reception down at the pool hall. I got to go catch myself a groom. Yeah. And anyone that's friends of the brides invited. So then it shows her pulling up to Jake's and they're kind of like going back and forth of like, don't you have a wedding to go to? And she said, um, I couldn't do it, or she says something like she Wait, couldn't go. Through. She's on the beach with him, or or where you at? No, Sorry. I'm talking about where she goes to get him from his house. No, it's actually not the house. No, it is the beach because he's yeah. trying to pick up the sand. Yeah, and he says something about don't you have a wedding to be at or something like that. And so they're going back and forth. She's like, "Why are you such a stubborn ass?" Maybe, um, and then. She kind of goes back and forth of like why she couldn't get married to Andrew. She's like, and you he, owe me a dance. And he's like, where are your husband at? She's like, I'm looking I'm at looking him. I'm looking at him. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know he she... said, he said, why would you want to marry me anyhow? Yeah. And she said, so I can kiss you anytime I want. And then they kiss and lightning and raining and all that. And so then they bust through the doors at the pool hall. And she said, um. Look, y'all, I've caught myself a groom. <laughs> right? Or something like that. Um, and then they like take off the groomsmen and the bride off the cake and put these two fighters yes. off the rings on there. And um they celebrate and it's a sweet home Alabama song and um slow on. Which I yeah. honestly do oh. not think of that song as a slow song. I don't really. either. I don't either. Um, like I thought she told like Stella goes put something good on and I and make it slow. Yeah, but it's like put on a slow one. And I'm like, that is not a slow song to me, but No, that's not one that I would think me slow of. Yeah. But and yeah, so to kind of go back a little bit too is the reason she said that he owed her a dance because he was too blocked out drunk at their original wedding that they didn't get to have a first dance. So mm-hmm. she appeared and said you owe me a first dance um 
and then they lived happily ever after. Yeah, so it pretty much ends, and then what I love too is like it starts fading out, and the <gasps> cake and the cat. Oh it shows yeah, the cat licking the cake and stuff. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's a closing scene. It is, of, and then it just yeah. does like credits and photos and stuff. But I'm interested yeah. in what your opinion is, or to think about it when you go back and rewatch it to see if you missed anything or anything like that. So the mom and dad. Who do you think they are rooting for? Team Jake or Team Andrew? Oh, I think Team Jake. Like I, I, think kinda... her, I think her dad likes the idea of Andrew because he's well off. He's got money. She could be taken care of. Things like that. But I think her mom... I think secretly her mom... Just, is Team Andrew and her dad's Team Jake. That's my thinking. Okay. But I'm curious of what you think when you rewatch it, though. Yeah, like, I'll have that. to, um... I'll have to, like, watch it in that kind of mindset of, like, who is rooting for which current son-in-law versus future son-in-law <laughs> kind right? of thing. Yeah. I do have another challenge, too, for you when you rewatch it. So, and I almost wanted to say it at that part. So when Andrew proposes to Melanie at Tiffany's and stuff, do you remember what her words were? The first words that came out of her mouth? Okay. Is it Andrew, are you serious? No. Oh. What were your first words when Michael proposed to you? Do you remember? I blacked out. I don't know. I, I think I was too. like, are, I think I was like, are you shitting me right now? <laughs> like, that was mine. I was like, are you fucking serious right now? Yeah. With Jeff proposed. Like, yeah. And like, I think I just was just so overwhelmed of like, it's actually happening. You know, it's just the moment Same. that you wait your whole life for. And then like, it actually happens that like, you just block out. Like I thought I would remember every little thing. And if it wasn't for the photos that I have, I don't know that I remember as much as I do, you know, like photos kind of like trigger that memory. But yeah, I want to say it was something probably just, are you shitting me right now? And then be like, no, I'm not not shitting shitting you. you. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, I'm very glad that you don't remember everything. Cause like my, Jeff proposed to me not long ago and I don't remember like, it's not that long ago and I still can't remember everything that was said and stuff, but I know no. mine, like it was the same line, but in movie snare to keep it like, I guess maybe PG 13, her response was, Oh my God. <gasps> and like, yeah. And I guess that's maybe an early 2000 theme. Cause you know, of course now we'd probably say OMG, but yeah. Um, so when she's talking to her friend, when she's driving in Alabama, she's like, oh, why don't you, like, why'd I have to hear about your engagement through the news and stuff? And she's like, yeah, like, I was surprised myself. Like, I'm sorry I haven't had to call you because it's literally like, it seems like the next day. And she's like, well, we're having a drink. Come join us. And she's like, I'm in Alabama. And their friend's like, oh, my God. And like, this is my challenge to you. It's okay. to count how many times "Oh my God" is used in the movie because I'm curious. Oh, I love that because just in that scene alone, I'm pretty sure her friend says it six times. Yeah, that is my challenge for you. 
Bloody hell, Mel. I'm your first New York friend, and I have to read about it with 12 million other people. Sorry, honey. She just grabbed my hand. What was I supposed to do? I know. We read all about it. So did you cry? Wouldn't you? One man for the rest of my life, I'd bore my bloody eyes out. So why don't you come and meet us? We're just around the corner. Can't. I'm in Alabama. Oh, my God. Yeah. So after watching it for the hundred and millionth time, how was it rewatching it again? What do you think that you, did you notice anything you missed or was the experience just as you remember it, all your other viewings? It was probably better because I was actually like watching every little scene and every little move and trying to like really take in the quotes and, you know, I paid more attention to like when we were talking about earlier, his, the facial expressions yeah. that they do. Um, I was just like more engulfed into that and stuff. So I was like more detailed watching it than I have been before. And there was things that like I caught that I didn't see before or um, it just, yeah, like the whole uh, cemetery scene. Mm -hmm. I, I forgot that. They had talked about, um, what was it when he came back? I made I made notes. <laughs> um, I was like, I know oh, there was a lot of talk about the baby. Yeah, they and, talked like, about her miscarriage. Her yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that was that was the thing they talked about her miscarriage, and that's where they first kissed since she's been back. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that was a big one that I missed. Like the, I was thinking that their first kiss was at the be at the beach again, when she is telling yeah. him that they're still married. I was thinking that that was the first kiss, but it wasn't the first one was in the cemetery. And so uh, I feel like that was a big one that I missed. Yeah, I would say that one. Um, I think a big one I thought that I noticed that you missed was when you were talking about the bank. Um, when, when she meets Bobby Ray in the streets, like he's cat calling her. I think you kind of got that flip flopped. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, I better scram. You're going to the bank. <laughs> yeah. And, and so that's funny because that was another thing that I noticed she went into the bank and the security guy was like, Oh, miss Melanie, I don't want no trouble. And he leaves. And then she goes later on to mail out her um, papers, divorce papers in the post office gentleman. She's like, you don't remember me, do you? And he's like, oh, I sure do. You still catfish out of my pond. Mm -hmm. um, and she said, I'm real sorry about that. Um, so that was another thing that I completely forgot that she had another interaction with. Like she it just built her character of being this hellion of a child basically yeah. in town um but yeah the um cat calling i did forget that uh i think the one of my favorite quotes which i was sad that you missed is when he comes into the house and she's redecorated and stuff and he's like open the fridge and said what is this Chick beer, chick food oh yeah lot beer less calories <laughs> I did. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was when I 
re- was rewatching that was one that was like, oh, that's that's a good scene right there where yeah. like he comes in and is like realizing everything she's done, and then he's like, wait, what is this? And he's like, oh, where are those magnets that I had? I'm like, yeah, you're worried about the magnets? Like <laughs> it's just like the little things that he noticed that she had changed was just it was phenomenal. Oh, wait, and that also had that big quote in that scene about, honey, just because I talk slow don't mean I'm stupid. Yes. About the papers or whatnot. Yeah. And then uh, he goes to sign, but says he has a hot day. And then they go. <laughs> um, and yeah, that's when she calls out Bobby Ray. Um, I feel like there was something else. Actually, oh. I think you did really, really good, though. Like, like I said, you surprised me and stuff on some of the like little details that you got that I didn't think you were gonna get overall I think you actually did a really amazing job of recalling this movie if I have thank, to say so thank you I was making notes but like it was more just to kind of recap of oh yeah okay I think I got some things like mixed out of order but I knew mm-hmm. that they were in there somewhere yeah <laughs> so, that's gotta count okay. for something right <laughs> <laughs> So I did give you a challenge when you went back to rewatch this about counting how many times they say, oh, my God. Yes. Do you have the answer to that big question? So they say it four times. Just four? That's all I counted. So when they're on the phone in the car, she only says, oh, my God, once. But when Oh, he pr- really? Yeah. I was thinking that she said it multiple times, but she just says, oh, my God. And she says, yep. And then that's it. Now, at the beginning, when Andrew's first proposing, she says it three times like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Are you sure? But I I was like, doesn't the mom say it, too, though, or no? I didn't. She shows the ring. I don't recall her saying, oh, my God. Hmm. There's not even a quick Google search for this. I don't even know why there is it. Yeah. I counted four times. I believe four. Yeah. I thought it was going to be a lot more than that. Me too. Because that one scene, I definitely thought that she said it more than just one time. But no, she only says it once in that one. Which I was very surprised on. Me too. And I had just watched the movie before we started too. So I could have swore the friend said it multiple times as well. Yeah. Mm -mm. but i okay so and i do love her parents her parents are so freaking cute of like even when she calls from jail and stuff and she's like sitting on the chair he's like women like what are you doing if if you're just going to repeat everything she says then get off my chair right (laughs) (laughs) and just their interactions and stuff just reminds me of like my just relationship or like even my parents like, I'm like that's gonna be oh so we're old <laughs> oh a thousand percent it's funny because um at the end of the movie he says to her uh honey you can't ride two uh horses with one ass uh pumpkin or something like that and i was like that would a thousand percent be something my dad would say to me but like mm-hmm. you can't ride two horses with one ass <laughs> like right it's and so her right dad had some off the wall like quotes too or and I was like, dang, I didn't realize. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like sitting there, like yeah. actually, you know, just being so detailed watching it. You know, usually when you watch it, you just watch it to like 
hunk, you know, feel good and just like to mm-hmm. kind of watch it, but like actually watching it to like watch it scene to scene and remember quotes and like, you know, just the dynamics of it all is very, it's a different light. It's very yeah. interesting to watch a movie that way rather than just, I'm going to put this on because I like it and it's a good movie to have on. Right. So like you watch a movie, you, you know, the first time you're watching, you are kind of trying to pay attention to that. Sometimes when you go through and watch the second time, you pick up on things you didn't miss. But I, I feel like after a while, you like, you know, you love the movie. So you just put it on and you know what's going to happen. So you don't really pay attention. But there's like a lot of interesting details, facial expressions I really loved in this movie. Yeah. And stuff like just seeing it would sometimes just make you giggle and laugh. Whereas yeah. normally I would just I might not be paying it fully attention to that stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like. You get distracted because you have seen it so many times, but like, yeah, it's just great to actually sit there, watch it from start to finish and watch mm-hmm. scene to scene and how it just rolls out and everything. It's just, uh, it's just so good. And there was like another thing I didn't ever think about watching it. It was like kind of what we were talking about before with like the parents. So after really paying attention, who do you think the parents were kind of hoping she'd end up with? Okay, so I think my original answer was mom was team Jake and dad was team Andrew. But Mm -hmm. after rewatching it, that's completely wrong. And anyone that thinks that is wrong. Um, (laughs) Because, I'm just kidding, you're not wrong. Everyone has the right to their own opinion. But uh, the mom keeps telling her that, you know, he can give her a life that they never could. And like, is trying to push her to marry him because of the life that she knows that they could have because of the money and well off that they are in New York, not only with her career, but his being in the politics and his mom being mayor of New York and all that. So she really wanted more for her daughter than what she mm-hmm. got basically. Um, and then her dad, I feel like was really team Jake. Uh, what kind of sold me on that was the ending of it. Um, when she, I think it was when they came back from, when she went to get him from, you know, he was doing his thing and stuff. And when they came back to the reception, um, I feel like there was an interaction with his, her dad, or maybe it was when at the wedding, I can't remember exactly, but he made a gesture. Like you could just tell, like, that's what was that's what he wanted for her was yeah him um but yeah so that after rewatching it definitely definitely she was team andrew his her mom was because yeah i mean because yeah not because she didn't want you know because she didn't like jake or anything like that it was just more like you're you're going to be in the small town if you stay with him and you you should go out and get and Mm -hmm. experience more than what I could ever give you more than what I ever got. So a mom being a mom. Yeah. And I was going to say that too, is like their relationship. I can, I think a lot of people could relate to that and it's very small and little, so you might not pay attention to it. But you're saying like her mom wants the best for her and her to get out of the town and get things that she didn't have. And like some of their arguments between the two of them, I'm like, this is me and my mom sometimes of arguing and stuff. And I, I see myself in that situation and stuff and you know may i do think maybe her mom was a little bit team jake may i can see like hints of it but definitely i think she was 
lean towards Andrew just because of the life that he could give her. Uh, in the end, I don't think she was upset that it was Jake, especially now that he's going places. Yeah, exactly. And that was one thing, uh, another little scene that I loved when she went to go get him and he said, you know, I had to make something out of myself. And she's like, were you about done yet? <laughs> I was just like, that's just so cute. Like, right. well, you ready? You done? Because here I am, you know. It was just really cute. Yeah, I agree. I love it. And I love yeah. how it comes to like full circle too of like the opening scene of them younger. And he's like, marry me. She goes, no, I got too much to live for. And it ends with kind of the same quote too of like, why would you want to marry me anyhow? Yeah. And so I think in the storms and everything in both scenes. Yeah. It was and just perfect. The The thing that I noticed too, like in the beginning, she asked, why would you want to marry me for? And he said, so I can kiss you anytime I want. Mm -hmm. And then at the end, he asked her that. And she says, so I kiss you anytime I want, which I thought was just very, like you said, full circle moment. Like starting off, he was head over heels. And like now, you know, she's saying it to him. Yeah. Get back together and stuff. It was just good. So do you think that in the future, do you see like a remake or a reboot of a sequel or whatnot to this? Or should it be just left alone? Oh, it should just be left alone. Yeah. <laughs> One, I don't know how you'd sequel that, but two, you know, movies like that, you just, it's like the notebook, you know, <laughs> you leave it alone, you let it be what it is, be the good, wholesome love story that it is, um, and don't ruin it by a sequel. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, they kind of, with all the pictures at the end, they do kind of show them having a family and starting a life and living in the city and everything like that. So, but they're kind of left an opening that they could possibly do that, but I don't even know how that storyline would go. And, you know, I kind of agree. It should be just left. Yeah. It's ever still a good movie over 10 years later or oh, 20. Is it? Oh my God. It's 20 years later. Is it? Was it 2003? 2002. Oh, wow. Yeah. God, we're, God, we're getting old. <laughs> But I still feel like it's a great movie. I plan on forever watching this and sharing it and making my kids watch it. And to oh. my future kids, if they don't like this movie. We got to trade them in. Yes. <laughs> a thousand percent. <laughs> a thousand percent. Yeah. So I'm mean, like I said, I think you did a fabulous job. Thank you. I think you did great. So no better, better leave any mean comments about her leaving out anything. If anything, share all the love. Leave down, leave, make a comment of your favorite quote. If you love Sweet Home Alabama, like, comment, and share. We appreciate all the love. And then I think that's it for this podcast. I think we're going to leave you with one of our favorite quotes for the movie. All right. I almost feel like you should deliver it, Lish, in your accent. You did so great with your accent, too. I never understood that expression, but no, I'm not shitting you. Just kidding. Why would you want to marry me for anyhow? So I can kiss you anytime I want. <laughs>